Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. We have a gentleman from Westerly, Rhode Island, Bob Caradio, is uh, joining us right now on a topic we've discussed many times on this program. What the heck is going on with the curriculum in a lot of public schools, particularly with younger students? A very concerned parent is Bob Caradio. He is on the line right now. Hi, Bob. Hi, Stu. How are you? We're doing good. It's it's good to talk with you. It's You know, there's a lot of confusion with people who really don't quite understand what's happening in our school systems you know we hear about kids graduating from schools and they not they don't read very well and they don't know their math and then we hear about these programs that are getting uh, students involved in now you uh, how did you get involved with uh, some of that's working on righting some wrongs here well back uh, back in 2020 after George Floyd uh, I started asking some questions and Come to find out that you know elements of critical race theory were entering our schools, and uh, you know we started off our fight uh, fighting about uh, about that, about the racialization and the radicalization of our schools. But then uh, our fight expanded, I guess, a year or so ago into the this hypersexualization of our kids, and and we're fighting against that now. So. We've got our hands full because our opponents are full-on communism uh, 101 here, and uh, we are we're doing everything we can to uh, to combat those evils in our schools and in our society in general. So of course you're getting uh, the racist word thrown at you and the homophobe, uh, and people are buying it uh, too. But let, let's talk first about Bob, the critical race theory. Was there just something recently they were voting on in uh, in Westerly on that? Uh, not on critical race theory, but on um, uh, Representative Sam Azanaro uh, had a uh, had introduced a bill uh, in the Rhode Island House. He's our he was our, uh, our is our Westerly representative in the Rhode Island House and um, uh, House Bill sixty three twenty four, which in effect would have updated uh, the current um, statute on uh, on obscenity, which has been on the books for about forty years would have been updated it to include um, these drawings and, and, uh, and pictures and animations in uh, a lot of these uh, graphic novels that we're seeing in our school libraries today. Um, so, uh, and it would have also updated it to include public libraries, public school libraries, excuse me, and, um, and charter school libraries. So it was basically an update to the uh, current law uh, and we had a lot of pushback at the recent town council and school committee meetings by people who, um, in my view, were extremely disingenuous and those who weren't were uninformed as to what the, the, the purpose of the bill was. So the purpose of the bill, and correct me if I'm wrong, is to keep these uh, books out of the hands of uh, very young students. Uh, is that correct? Yes, sir. That's that's the deal. Uh you know, we never said anything about uh, those 18 or older uh, reading these books. Um, what we have said is there's no place for them in a high school library where the preponderance of students obviously are under the age of 18. By including this, um, these, uh, these depictions and animations and, and books uh, in the obscenity law, um, 
this goes uh, really cuts to the, the the chase here as far as what those on the left are fighting for. And for some reason, Stu, uh, the, our opponents want dearly for LGBTQ kids uh, and other kids, all kids, to be able to look at uh, pedophilia and in child-on-child sex. And for the life of me, I just don't understand it. So. Um, I do not understand the left's fascination with children and sex. And that is really the crux of the matter here that we're fighting against. It seems, Bob, though, when we hear about the complaints, it's usually uh, the indoctrination of kids even much younger than 18. Um, I don't usually hear the, uh, you know, 16, 17, 18s, but the ones much younger. Is uh, the same for them as older kids? Well, yeah. I mean, um, I, I just... Whether the kids are 5 or 15, I don't see the value, uh, education-wise, of a, uh, a depictions in a book which show an adult and a child fondling each other and, uh, and two children um, uh, performing oral sex on one another. And whether they're 5 or 15, yeah, um, no, of it's, course. Still, it's still nasty and sick, and, um, and I, I just I don't understand it. So you're saying there are books where actually an adult and a child going at it? There, there is a book called Gender Queer that we've been battling since December of 2021 that sits in the Westerly High School library today and other libraries throughout the country. And that's not the only book, believe me, but that's the one that's garnered the most attention. And in it, there is a picture, a depiction, I should say, of, uh, of an adult man uh, and a, uh, a male minor fondling each other's genitals while in the state of arousal, and it is a Greek courtship scene, quote-unquote. Um, and there's also depictions in that book of, uh, of, a, uh, of, a per, of a minor performing oral sex on another minor. So this stuff is out there, and for some reason, they're fighting like heck to make sure that these kids uh, are, able to, are able to access that book and see it and my question to them would be, what would happen if in, in these books you had a, uh, a male performing oral sex on a girl, two minors, or a male minor performing, uh, having intercourse with a grown woman? These mm-hmm. books would be outlawed. They would be, uh, there would be no way that these books would be in any, any high school library. But for some reason, because they depict uh, homosexual acts or LGBTQ identifies with them, they're okay, and these people fight for them. Uh, and um, it's just it's hypocr- it's hypocritical, and uh, and that's one of the reasons why we continue to fight so hard against it. So let's uh, and, and I'm sure it's not unique to the Westerly school system, but uh, as far as Westerly schools, are they uh, having some of the uh, Lectures like other schools across the country on uh, in early grades about homosexuality and whether you're a male or a female is that going on in Westerly schools? Yeah, we have the same the same stuff going on here as far as the gender identity and and the and the gender theory type stuff going on. Uh, we've got clubs and stuff like that in schools. We've got our public library here that has just gone off the rails. Uh, in terms of uh, LGBTQ uh, material, um, it's uh, Westerly's a microcosm for the rest of the country. Honestly, I mean, we know 
it's what goes on here is going on everywhere else. But you know, our goal here and our our fight is to try to take care of our own little corner of the world and do what we can uh, to, to stand up and fight for these kids, our many good teachers in, in our our state and our great country. And you know, we we take some shots. Um, I'm sure. You know, it, it, but but we give plenty of them too. And uh, and I promise you, we won't uh, we won't give up. The thing that's really bothersome is uh, these things are done usually if there was something really spectacular when we were kids that you get a note from a parent uh, that they were going to do something, but they're doing this without any consent. Is that correct? Well, yeah, and, and the superintendent is, is I, I'm not going to come on the radio and call him a liar, but I'll just say he's not great at telling the truth. Um, he told one of our town council people that there are uh, that there are regulations in place um, that would that would uh, allow a kid to not see um, uh, one of the books that we're describing. Now, technically, he is correct, but there isn't anything that goes home to the parents that says, you know, Mr. Parent, the book Gender Queer, the book Flamer, the book Fun Home are all in the Westerly High School Library. Please let us know if you don't want your kid to see the book. The way it has to work is the parent somehow has to find out that the book is in the library and then can send a note into the school that says, I don't want my kid reading this. So, as usual, skirting the truth uh, and, and not being 100% honest with, uh, with any of us, which is, uh, you know, it's what he's been doing since he's been here. So um, that's something that we battle as well. But, yeah, it, it, it happens everywhere, um, and there are not – the process that they have – uh, is is not is not a foolproof process, and they don't want it to be, quite frankly, because they weaponize all of this stuff, and they hide behind the quote unquote right to read. And um, I, I'm sorry to say that I believe, and others believe, that this stuff that's going on is a it's a fulfillment of their of their own sick agenda, and and who pays the price but our kids. And um, we're just not, we're going to keep fighting until we win, until it's over. See, my theory is, Bob, everybody should be on the same team. And when you uh, hear about, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong about, when you talk about critical race theory, it depicts somebody as lesser than. And I think it works in the opposite of they would like you to think it works. Am I wrong about that? No, well, critical race theory basically is, <clears throat> it, 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 it takes grit, hard work, determination, uh, talent, all of those things out of the equation of why someone is or is not successful. Um, and instead puts everything back uh, on one thing. person is successful or not successful because of one thing, and that's race. That, that tells a, a, a successful black kid or a black kid that he, he or she does not have what it takes yeah. uh, in order to succeed unless we tilt the playing field in their favor. Consequently, it tells a white kid also that he or she achieves success, it's only because they're white. Mm -hmm. So it's not fair to either side, to any kid. Um, it, it, like I say, it, it takes immutable characteristics and puts them at the very top, and all the things that can be controlled, like effort and heart and all that stuff, and studying and working hard, puts them to the side. Uh, that's why critical race theory is absolute poison, and it's an insult to everybody. You know, I think to mean... It just seems so obvious to you and I. I don't know why a lot of people don't get it. Maybe they just don't understand what it's about when you hear critical race theory. 
Maybe right. that's what it is because it's well something like we're talking about as far as the the obscene and 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 lewd and vulgar drawings and depictions and pictures and books are easier for people to to understand uh, because you know it's right in your face you know um, but but critical race theory and gender theory and all of this stuff in my view is a is a uh, they're all tenets and pillars of of communism of Marxism. This is what we're dealing with here. We're under a a, 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 a communism attack here by people on the left. Make no mistake about it. You know, you look at things that are going on right now. It's the, the secularization of our country, taking God out of everything, right? Um, trying to, anyway. Um, you know, the, the destruction of the energy industry, the destruction or the, the mistrust of the, of the, uh, the food supply, so many other things, uh, lack of border security, lack of respect for law and order and our law enforcement professionals. Um, all of these things are, are, are being done, in my view, in order to bring the country to its knees, to, to rip the, 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 the Judeo-Christian foundation out of our country and to turn us into Venezuela. And I, for one, and others are just not going to sit by and allow it to happen. Add, that, add to that... The, the deliberate, in my eyes, destruction of our youth in terms of being them being racialized and radicalized and hypersexualized to hate our country, to hate each other, um, to hate the flag, to to uh, to say that you know being taught that anything goes, do whatever you want as long as it feels good, go out and demonstrate. We don't care if you can read or do math or write or or understand science or not learn how to be a social justice warrior. This is what these kids are being taught right now. They're being weaponized, um, and we're going to lose them. And we're going to lose this country if people don't wake up. Especially the, the aspect of, and I try to be fair about all of these things, is when kids, young kids are starting to have to question themselves because it's brought up in a class, whether you feel like more like a, a girl or a boy, I mean... You know, why can't they just grow up and be kids for a while? And when you get older, you learn more about these things. And But when they started, when I hear these very early early ages, I mean really early ages, and they've been getting away with this in some states, I uh, I don't understand that one at all. I don't either. Uh, um, and, and I know there's a, you do have schools, and I, I can't say for 100% sure that, that we, are, we are a district that's doing this. Um, but we do know uh, throughout the country that you have uh, some rogue teachers or administrators who see an opportunity uh, for uh, to take advantage of maybe some vulnerable kids. And you know, some and this is going to sound silly, but it's true. Say a girl uh, has short hair and she likes to play with trucks, or a boy plays with dolls. Some of these people. They're predators, okay, and they see an opportunity mm-hmm. to uh, to utilize their the influence that they have over these kids because the kids look up to their teachers, and some of these predators take advantage of that trust, and they steer these kids and fool mm-hmm. them and dupe them into uh, into believing that they were born in the wrong body, uh, and it's just well, sick that's, that's, and evil. That's and totally of course egregious. They don't, sorry. It's totally egregious. Anyone who would do that, I mean, that's really beyond the line. It, and, and it happens, unfortunately. It happen, huh? it's, it's happening more and more. 
um, and uh, we just we cannot sit idly by and allow these kids to be destroyed. What's the deal, so, Bob, with this Enfield teacher who had a class? Uh, is this true with pizza toppings describing sexual acts for seventh graders? Yeah, I remember that from uh, last year or the year before. Yeah, I, I do. I do have a recollection of that. Yes, they are. They're, they're very innovative and they're very. They take a fun activity and they sexualize it, right? Like the uh, the genderbred man. They teach. They teach. Uh, Gender based on uh, they take off on the on the gingerbread man they call it the gender genderbread man so there's mm-hmm. things that they do to dupe these these poor innocent kids um, and and to to use them to achieve their own sick agenda and uh, and I'm not indicting all teachers please believe me I, I we have plenty of great teachers here in Westerly and everywhere the preponderance of them are excellent teachers and they do a great job and they care very much about these kids. But there are some uh, administrators, uh, and we have two of them here that are that are no good, and our superintendent and assistant superintendent, and some teachers that are activists and they are leftists, uh, and they take advantage of the trust these kids have in them, and they use them to uh, help them achieve their own agenda. So teachers uh, who uh, teachers who may be against this, Bob, uh, you know, just from you know, not just Westerly, but all over, we're talking about seem to be pressured to go into these uh, types of classes and talks and they don't necessarily want to do it, but they're pressured into it? Would you agree with that? That's correct. Um, yeah, I mean, look at they, they, they have to put food on the table for their families. Um, and I understand that. And people say to me, and I even think it sometimes, where the heck are all these people? They should be beating down the doors at the town hall for these meetings. But the way I'm looking at it is, I'm trying to look at it as, look, this is what I've chosen to do for the last three years, and I'll dedicate the rest of my life to doing it, uh, to fighting for these kids, teachers, in our country. Some of them don't feel comfortable doing it, and I get that. They choose to, to, to try and maybe, in their own way, fight against this thing. Maybe that means, you know, closing the door and, and, and not teaching this type of stuff or what have you, but I can't blame any of them, because not everybody is, has a calling to do what we do. No, I'm sure um, of that, that's for sure. So, yeah, so I'm not blaming them. Uh, we're doing it for them. Everybody has a role to play. This just happens to be the role that, that I and others are playing. So, um, to answer your question, they are under intense pressure uh, mm-hmm. to to toe the line of the Rhode Island Department of Education, and uh and our superintendent and an assistant superintendent, Mark Garso and Alicia Story, um, they're just, um, they, they use the kids, and, and it's just, it's a terrible thing. It really is. Well, just to make this clear, Bob, and then some people will use this, uh, this is not an anti-gay thing. Oh, absolutely not. That That's one of the things that came to the fore the other night at the town council meeting and at the school committee meeting. Our opponents are very clever, Stu, as you know. Mm-hmm. They um, they know which buttons to push. So naturally, they, they take a, uh, a perspective that, okay, well, this this uh, amend, this this bill offered by uh, Representative Azanaro is going to throw all the librarians in jail. Well, of course we know that's not true. The thing's been on the books for 40 years. All Sam's bill does is, is, uh, is update the statute to include the the depictions and the animations and stuff. There haven't been any any uh, 
librarians arrested and jailed for, for obscenity violations over the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, give me a break. So, and they, and, and they, it's easy for them to say that it's, it's against the LGBTQ crowd because show me a book that's, that, uh, that depicts the other things that I said on a heterosexual side. Um, and, and I, and I will, I will be fighting just as hard against sure. those books as I am against these. So these people are very disingenuous. They're liars, quite frankly. Um, they're not informed. Um, and, you know, they're, they're typical leftists that will come with the names and the labels because they don't have fa- any fact-based information on which to base their arguments. So we take what they say with a grain of salt. They call us every name in the book. I've been called all of them. But people um, believe this, Bob. I mean, I have a friend in Florida who said, oh, we had DeSantis with his anti-gay book, uh, Bill. And I said, that's not it. That's not really what it was all about, but they, it's very convenient to call it anti-gay. Oh yeah, of course. It's it's a it's a uh, a, a red flag. That's something that that all the people on the left can get behind. Oh, they call it. It's a don't say gay bill. Well, yeah. no, that's it. Didn't say it once in it. It just says yeah, you, you got to right. leave don't the kids gay. alone as far as gender until mm-hmm. like third grade. Right. I don't that's think what that's a lot to ask. A don't say gay bill, and uh, they've gotten a lot of uh, length out of that one. Going to Santos. So, um, I think a listener has a question for you. Let's see. Hi, WICH. You have a response with Bob? Yeah, I, I have a, um, a client. I, I cut her hair. She's nine years old, and her mother was there, and a grandmother, and her little sister. And she said, um, I've cut her hair before. And she goes, I want a different haircut. And the mother says, Show her. Show her the picture, honey. So she showed me. She said, This is a picture of my daddy. I want my hair cut like this. So I said, oh, a lot of little girls get their hair cut short. I had my hair cut short when I was your age. And she says, I don't identify as a little girl or a little boy. I am binary. And I'm 61 years old, and I had no idea what that word meant to the mother. It's not she encouraged her, but she's letting her be who she wants to. And she said, "Um, when I grow up, I want to be a teacher someday. I'm not going to be known as Miss, Mrs., or, you know, whatever the other term was. I'm going to be, and then she said another term, which I didn't get either. Um, and then she said, when I associate with little boys, they're they or them. Oh, yeah, that's that's another <laughs> so way. So enlighten me on that, because right, I don't get you. it. Yeah, they, how she, old is this little girl? She was nine years old, she said, nine. How, how old, I'm sorry? Nine. Oh, so uh, he, here's my response to that. My unsolicited response is some parents shouldn't be parents. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah, and when you get a little older, honey, but, you know, you were born a girl, and that's, you know... Have some fun and. That's right. Uh, God kid. doesn't make mistakes. There isn't a kid that's born in the wrong body, in my opinion. Well, you know, later on, certainly you have a better inclination, but I guess when you're, f- we'll call it indoctrinated in some cases, and when you're fed something, it can make you pretty confused. As a young person of eight or nine years old, I, I can't even imagine when I went to school. Uh, I almost fell over my blocks if somebody said that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and, and it's it's really sad, Stu. And the, the caller, I could tell how she was feeling. Um, you know, she was confused like we are about all of this stuff. And, um, we don't... You want to you mutilate your body when you're 18 or older? You know, when you're an adult, you do what you want to do. But you know what? The hill we die on, what we fight for is you leave these kids alone. Don't, yeah. Well, that's another don't, whole... Don't, 
Pardon? That's another whole hour we can get into is the mutilation of young kids, and I don't can't imagine why so many people go along with that. I mean, let them at least get a little older and decide what's going on. I mean, the uh, the terrible side effects uh, that could happen to that child the rest of their life. I mean, I just this stuff. I don't know why there's any gray area, but I'm getting on anybody, my soapbox here. Go ahead. Anybody that dupes and tricks and lies to a kid in order to get them to um, to conform to whatever agenda they have um, is an evil, evil person in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are the people that we are trying to stop and we, and we will stop. I promise you we will. Let's take another call. Hi, WICH. Go ahead. You're on. Okay. Got the little silent treatment. Now, Bob, there are some uh, video links that maybe you would like to uh, tell our listeners about to get kind of more information about this. Uh, yeah. Well, um, a lot of a lot of my videos are uh, are on uh, the Rumble channel, um, and uh, a, a very professional, great patriot. Uh, does a lot of my video work when I speak, you know, at meetings or, you know, in public or whatever. Um, and he has his own channel on Rumble, and it's called Heroes and Zeros. And all of my videos are up there, and um, there's some that, you know, uh, most of them are presentations to the school committee and town council, but there's a few in particular that are very interesting, like when I uh, introduced gender queer at the school committee meeting uh, back in December of 2021. We had a bunch of Westerly teachers try to block pictures, and it was it was a real circus they turned it into. So, um, you know, you have seven of Westerly's worst teachers um, uh, trying to being hypocritical, fighting fighting to keep the book in the library, but not wanting anybody at home watching on TV or in the audience to see the pictures. So so there's that. There's a bunch of other stuff up there too, but we have a we have a a Facebook page. It's called Westerly Residents Against Indoctrination. It's a private group. Um, you just have to request to join. Uh, and then of course I'm on Twitter at uh, at @bcaradio14 if anybody wants to follow me there, but you know, we um thanks for uh, let me say that too, Stu. Sure. Uh, we are we are fighting very very hard uh, for our kids and for this country, and uh, there I hate to say it, a lot of bad people out there, a lot of people doing bad things. Um, and I would again, just, uh, I would just it, like to kids to be kids for a while, you know, just yes, be kids. Uh, yes, absolutely. Leave and them alone honestly, for a while. Westerly has Westerly has the the. Uh, highest per pupil expenditure for any school district in Rhode Island. We spend twenty six thousand dollars a kid. We're losing families and kids in this district in droves. So we have the highest per pupil expenditure, but our performance is in the lower middle in terms of reading, math, and science proficiency. So we're not getting a bang for our buck. But you know what? The teachers are being trained on critical race theory and gender theory. The kids are being bombarded with the same. Clearly, what is important to the Rhode Island Department of Education and to Wesley Public Schools is the indoctrination, hypersexualization, racialization, and radicalization of our kids. 
at the expense of reading, writing, mm-hmm. science, and math. Now, that's not all the teachers. I'm not saying that. No, of course not. But the administration and some rogue teachers, that's mm-hmm. their goal, and that's what they use their positions of authority for, and it's not right, and we're going to stop it. Hey, Bob, I have a few more minutes. I want to try to take another call here. Hi, WICH. Hi. Hi. I, I think uh, he's right. Uh, I'd like to ask him a question. Sure, go right ahead. Have you ever heard of this type of thing coming out of Catholic schools? Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think she asked. Does it go on Catholic schools? Is that what Catholic, she asked me? Have you heard of anything coming out of Catholic schools like this? I, I, I actually have. Um and, and the, the incidence of it in parochial schools is much, much less mm-hmm. than it is in public schools. But, yes, I have heard of it going on. Um, and, you know, it, Catholic schools are, uh, in my view, a safer alternative to public schools on the whole. But I can't sit here and tell you that this stuff is not going on in some Catholic schools as well. I, can't, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be being honest. People, Bob, are just so afraid of uh, being called a racist or a homophobe that uh, I think it makes us very timid, even though people who aren't, they're so afraid of being accused of it. And uh, all of these things are, to me, progressively dividing people instead of bringing them together. It's uh, very sad as far as I'm concerned. I agree, Stu. And, 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 you know, if you look at the way communism came to the fore, this is what it's what they do, right? I mean, they pit family against family, brother against brother, sister against sister. That's what they do. They take immutable characteristics like race, um, and they create a division there. So, you know, it's great for them to be able to divide people against one another because it's easier to to take over against a smaller group of people than it is the whole. So they like to find things that would divide us and... Um, Certainly race is one of those things. Um, gender is another, sex. And uh, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to kill a generation, two generations of youth uh, to, 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 to make that easier for them to, to take the country over, in my opinion. And some people might say that sounds conspiratorial, but, you know, if you know history, all you have to do is look back at it. And this, this is the, they laid the blueprint, and the people on the left are, uh, are, are simply following it. Get politics out of the early grades. I mean, there'll be enough of it when you go to college. Absolutely. But you know, this issue, Stu, and I say this all the time, this hypersexualization issue and Sam Azanaro's bill, 6324, transcends politics, in my view. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, a conservative, liberal, progressive. This is a kid's safety issue. Politics should not be involved in this issue. So I, I would challenge our politicians to say, you know what, pretend this term and every term that you're in office is your last one. In other words, do the right thing. Worry about the consequences later. Go to bed, be able to put your head on that pillow and say, you know what, I did the right thing. I don't care uh, who you're doing a favor for on this bill so you'll get something down the road. Our kids are not negotiating. Uh, they're not up for negotiation. Okay? We have to do what's right and protect these kids and fight for them because they're our most precious resource. 
are our kids. Jesus said it too. We must protect these kids. Hey, Bob, you probably have heard about, uh, excuse me, the Moms of Liberty. You've probably heard about that group. Now they're turning them into a hate group. But these are people yeah. that <laughs> yes. truly want to protect the their children. Southern Poverty Law Center has done that, yes. Mm -hmm. So you folks will be hearing more about it. Moms for Liberty. So it doesn't sound too dangerous to me, but uh, something to... Uh, and one other thing before we depart, and it's a pleasure to speak with you, uh, and that is I think parents need a little more respect. You know, they act like every parent is a dunderhead that they have to do the job for them. Give parents a little more credit, huh? Right. So they can talk yeah. to their kids. We don't need to send our kids to school to have them learn uh, about, uh, about gender theory and race, uh, critical race theory. Uh, or any of that stuff, or morals, or any of that stuff. Kids can get that at home with their parents or guardians. We need you to teach our kids how to read and write, okay, uh, and do math and science. That's what we need you for. We do not need you to take the place of parents. Parents can do their job, and guardians can do their jobs just fine. Don't try to drive a wedge between these kids and their parents and assume... Uh, the the, uh, the uh, usurp their authority and assume the the, the role of parent uh, because we know what you're doing we know what they're doing and we're just not going to allow yeah, it. If a child seems disturbed about something, you may call the parent, get in touch with the parent, and discuss That's it with them. Right. That's right. But they don't want they don't want the parents involved. They say they do, but they want the parents as far out of the picture as possible. Generally speaking, well, Bob Caradillo, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, we want to give another contact or a website for the folks. Yes, thanks, Stu. Westerly Residents Against Indoctrination is our Facebook page, and you can follow me on Twitter at b caradillo c h i a r a d i o, and the number fourteen. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate it. All right, sir. Good luck and. Uh all I can close is let let children be children and have some fun, huh? Absolutely. I'm right with you, brother. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You too.